Welcome back to Soundside. I'm Libby Dankman. If you're in the Pacific Northwest right now, it's cold outside. There's frost on the ground in the mornings, sometimes a freezing mist in the air, and lately very little rain. Winter doesn't technically start for another three weeks. And if this is all feeling off to you, you may need to prepare for more weirdness because it's an El Nino year. You probably heard the term before. It's got a sister weather pattern called La Nina. And you may also be familiar if you're a fan of classic Chris Farley sketches. All other tropical storms must bow before El Nino. But frankly, every time one of these systems comes around, it's been long enough that I forget what exactly does El Nino mean for our weather this winter. Luckily, experts will answer our calls because we have a radio show. Karen Bumbacco is Washington's deputy state climatologist. Hi, Karen. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So, Karen, remind me, what exactly does an El Nino year mean for the West Coast? Yeah, so that's a great question because it means different things for Washington compared to California. So it's easy to get confused. Um, For Washington state, our temperatures tend to be above normal for the winter, And the precipitation tends to be on the drier side, but that's not as sure of a bet as our warmer than normal temperatures. In other words, we've seen some variability from year to year in terms of our winter precipitation during El Nino. What is really key, though, is that those warm temperatures often will cause our precipitation to fall more as rain rather than snow. So by April 1st, we tend to have below normal snowpack in Washington state. All of this is opposite in California. So sometimes that can get confusing, especially for transplants from California moving up to Washington. El Nino winters for them tend to be a little bit cooler and wetter. And of course, the snowpack is really important going forward, especially for our water supply. Uh, It's important for the ski industry. What kinds of considerations do you as a state climatologist keep in mind as you're kind of keeping track of what that snowpack is going to be like this year? I'm constantly thinking about drought in my role as a climatologist in Washington. We help the state monitor for drought conditions. As you said, snowpack is so important for our water supply later in the spring and summer. So when I hear El Nino, I get a little uneasy about how much drought may be continuing in Washington or um, developing more. And I know that El Nino comes around every few years. La Nina is another weather pattern that we experience here in the Northwest. What's the difference between El Nino and La Nina? Yeah, so during an El Nino, there tends to be warmer water off the west coast of South America, right near the equator, so off the coast of Peru. And then during a La Nina, that water is cooler. So it's an oscillation in terms of the sea surface temperatures at the equator in the tropical Pacific Ocean. And also it is related to the atmospheric circulation at the equator as well. All that to say that for in Washington during El Nino years, we tend to be warmer with a higher chance of less snowpack by the end of the winter. And then in La Nina years, we tend to be uh, cooler in the wintertime with a higher chances of above normal snowpack by the end of the winter. How do we predict these weather systems so far out? I mean, we're talking about the ways that the rest of you know, this winter is going to play out once winter gets going. What kinds of instruments, what kinds of data are you looking at to predict these 
big weather systems? Yeah, so thankfully I'm not doing it myself. So it's mostly instrumentation. Through, there's buoys in the tropical Pacific put out by NOAA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. So they are have a great observation network to um, determine the current conditions in the tropical Pacific. And then it's all put into forecast models, um, longer term forecast models, not the ones that tell us what the weather is going to be over the next week but ones that are looking at our seasonal climate and then also predicting what El Nino or La Nina is going to do. I think an important caveat when we're thinking about El Nino or La Nina winters is that we're talking about the winter as a whole. So, you know, we're, we're expecting a warmer winter with El Nino, but as you can tell by just this last week, we're having a little bit of a cold snap mm. here in Western Washington. So you can still see periods of cooler weather, but at the winter as a whole is expected to be warmer than normal. So when we look at like this Thanksgiving weekend, it was cold, but it was also dry. We had one of the driest Thanksgivings in a long time. It was only the fourth long Thanksgiving weekend without any rain in Seattle in the past 51 years. But we can't really attribute like a drier one weekend to an overall big weather pattern, right? That's not scientific. Right, exactly. So that is unusual in that sense. Um, but if we were to see, you know, weekend after weekend looking like that, um, then I would be more likely to put the blame on El Nino. Um, it certainly fits uh, the pattern, the dry weather, um, what we expect in El Nino winters. But you're going to see so that sort of variability on the scale of days um, throughout the whole winter. So generally, in an El Nino year, which we're expected to have, it'll be warmer. And that often means that it will also be drier. What about the effects of climate change? Because, of course, we've just had the warmest year on record globally. How will that change the way El Nino plays out in the Pacific Northwest, potentially? Yeah, so that's a great question, because typically when we have El Nino years, we have a lot more heat released into the atmosphere. So I would bet that this year could be even warmer um, with the El Nino that we're seeing now, because you have climate change, which is already making us warmer, but then El Nino on top of that tends to be a warmer year in general as well. Another way of thinking about that is our climate is warming because of climate change, but we still see changes from year to year. But during El Nino years, since our atmosphere is a, has a lot more warmth, we would expect that the likelihood of a record warm year is elevated during El Nino years. How about looking down the line? Will climate change increasing global temperatures in the long run mean we see more El Nino years? So the, we're really split on what is going to happen to that El Nino and La Nina cycle in the future. There are some processes that we think could lead to having more frequent El Nino winters and others that look like we could see more frequent La Nina winters. So a lot of work needs to be done here um, to really better understand how that cycle will change in the future. The last four decades, for instance, have featured a few more La Ninas than we would normally expect, um, but we really can't be sure that this is anything but a fluke at this point. So what is the state doing if the El Nino conditions are expected to bring a warmer winter, potentially a drier winter? Are there ways that uh, the state or that businesses, maybe even individuals, should be preparing? Well, I think the state is really monitoring conditions closely. As you know, there was a drought declaration um, declared 
in the summer of 2023 for uh, 12 counties in Washington state. And that has not expired yet. So we are still seeing drought conditions in Washington. So I think the monitoring is already a, a bit increased because of that. Um, and with the El Nino this winter and the likelihood of less snowpack than usual, we're certainly um, looking at things closely. Is there anything else people should know about this El Nino year likely upon us or long term about what we're watching for with weather patterns in Washington state? Um, I think in general, we're um, expecting a warmer winter. I think there's more uncertainty in terms of the precipitation. I think something also that's important to message is even though El Nino winters tend to be on the drier side, um, there's still, there's always the potential for flooding. Um, and I think that message has been loud and clear in terms of our um, emergency managers around the state in terms of hearing that. Um, so that's the sort of thing that we still want to be prepared for, um, even in an El Nino winter. Karen Bumbacco is Washington's deputy state climatologist. Thank you so much, Karen. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me.